Welcome back, everyone. This is the Author Revolution Podcast, and I am your host, Carissa Andrews. In this episode, we'll be discussing my number one tip for increasing your writing speed. And trust me, it's not going to be what you think it is. But first, I'd like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by my free mini course, 14 Writing Hacks for Busy People. If you're like most people struggling to get words on the page, have some sort of disability that stops you from typing, or you need to find better ways to slip writing into your day, this free course is for you. To get signed up, you just need to go to authorrevolution.org forward slash writing hacks. Okay, guys. So today we are going to be talking about my number one tip to increase writing speed. And before we dive into this tip, though, I want to tell you a little story. I've been writing fiction professionally for almost a decade now. And in this time, I've written seven full-length books and two novelettes. When I look back over the years and the different book writing processes I've tried out, I can honestly say that every book presents its own challenges with getting it onto the page. And what worked for the last book might not work for your new book. So for me, it's always been a work in progress as I trial and error different things to get words down and get excited for its flow. What's funny is when I wrote Pendamus, my first book, the words practically flew out of me. I was so excited every single day to get up, sit down at my computer desk and write. I felt like I was so in the writing zone and it was my life's purpose that I was meant to be sitting there and delivering this book and I couldn't imagine not spending the time to get the story written. But as the years passed, not every single book had the same vibe. And don't get me wrong, they're all fun and I couldn't imagine a better way to spend my time, but none of them have flown out of me with the same intensity that Pandamas did. Now, when I switched gears to write my second book, which was the second book in this series, the flow wasn't there, and I thought I was doing something wrong at first. But it turns out, when you go through a divorce, a move, a remarriage, and all of that stuff, your reptilian brain is triggered and you go into survival mode. When that happens, I am sorry to say, creativity is stifled, and it's your job to get centered again before you write. I know, it sucks, but it's so true. When I finally did get centered and I felt secure enough to allow the creativity to flow through me, I managed to knock out both books two and three in a four-month time span. And then, later on in 2017, they rapid released. From that point forward, I have luckily not had anything too dramatic happen, but life certainly is chaotic over here. My house has been under construction since about 2016, and because we don't have a big budget to work with, we are doing bits at a time which makes the process drag out a little bit too long, in my personal opinion. However, during this process, I've had to learn what works for me and what doesn't, and what places work for me to write and which ones don't. For example, for example, what worked for me when our youngest son was littler, he's almost five now, doesn't work for me anymore, and the dynamic has just changed. So does this mean I've stopped writing? Well, hell no. Okay, admittedly though, it is challenging, but no, I write and I get my books produced just as frequently, if not more so than before. Which brings me right around to my number one tip for increasing your writing speed. Are you ready? All right, I know you are. Okay, here we go. My number one tip for increasing your writing velocity is mental prep. I know, right? Not what you thought. 
Well, okay, maybe some of you picked up on what I was putting down. You are authors after all. But in all seriousness, it is true. You can have the best intentions to dictate, outline, to sprint, to take typing classes, whatever the case might be. But unless you do the mental prep before you get started, you're going to flounder and the words will trickle. Trust me. I know. Now, it doesn't mean that every time you have to figure out a new location to write or anything like that, although you might if you're completely stuck and you don't know what else to do. It does, however, mean that you need to mentally center yourself on your goal for writing and the story itself. So what does that mean? It means, number one, giving yourself a deadline, knowing when you need to have your work written and prepared by. And if it helps, reach out to your editor if you have one or beta and alpha readers to let them know that you will be done by X date, whatever it is, and you'll be giving them the first draft for them to review. With just that simple step, you've now set yourself up and your work up for success because now you have an actionable, concrete goal and deadline. Just saying you're writing a book is a very nebulous kind of out there thought, and it offers up way too much wiggle room to talk yourself out of doing it when the writing gets tough. And trust me, some days it will get tough. Have you ever heard of Parkinson's Law? It's the notion that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. Let that sink in for a second, and then let me repeat it. Parkinson's Law is the notion that your work, whatever it might be, a book written, for example, will expand to fill the time available for its completion. So if you don't give it that deadline, honey, you are setting yourself up for a struggle you do not need. You get me? Okay, so second, mental prep also means knowing your story before you start. And I hate to mention it, but if you're a pantser, I want you to perk up and have a listen because this is going to apply to you. When you go into a story without any idea of where you're heading, it can seem like a super exciting adventure. I get it. But the other side of that coin is that you get lost in the journey. You can get stumped, stuck, or worse yet, stop writing. You need to at least have a basic roadmap in your head for how your story is meant to play out. Know the journey and the course so that when you get stuck, you can go look to see where you're on the map, orient yourself again, and then keep going. When you do this mental prep up front, like in the way of an outline or character building, world building, etc., You give your subconscious mind freedom to run ahead and pull out the best ideas it can for you. And trust me, this does happen. I have had some of the most incredible insights come to me because I don't feel like I have to control the entire process. I can give myself the roadmap, know I'm going in the right direction. And then when those weird little stragglers come up, you know exactly how they're supposed to fit together and how genius they really are. In addition, When you're doing your prep work up front in this manner, you're actually batching together like-minded tasks, which increases their speed because you're not switching gears midstream. So by the time you sit down to write, you're not breaking your writerly mojo to go research something, for example. Instead, you're allowing your brain to get in the groove and spew those words out. Okay, so for some of you who are saying, Carissa, I can only sit down and write for a few minutes at a time. What difference does it make if I switch gears to research for a little bit? I mean, is it really that big of a deal? And let me just tell you, it matters immensely. 
Your brain is a muscle, and in order to increase its neuroplasticity and develop strong neural pathways, all of this basically means you're able to strengthen that muscle of your brain toward being a writer. What do you think the one thing is you need to be doing? Yep, you guessed it. Write. The more you write, the longer you write, the more you are flexing that big, beautiful brain of yours and encouraging it to work more efficiently for you. Just like any other workout, time under tension is what makes or breaks it. So if you're always flitting from one thing to the next, what is it you're actually training your brain to want to do? It certainly isn't to sit still for an hour and write. You may or may not have heard this before, but it takes an average of 23 minutes to get into your groove. And if you are interrupted, interrupt yourself, or switch gears that use different cognitive resources, you won't just go straight back into your writing zone either. No, it will take you another 23 minutes to get back into the flow. And this continues onwards over and over. This is why cutting down those distractions is so important. Shut off texts, emails, the internet pop-up notifications, close your door, all of it. Stop making excuses that you can't sit down to write for an hour, or heck, maybe two if you really work that brain muscle of yours. And if you have any sort of disability that presents your challenge, it's not necessarily about sitting at a computer then. It means finding a way to write that works with you instead of against you. This is the case where working with dictation could perhaps get you your biggest win. And if you've never done dictation before or it's gone badly, I have mentioned this story before that it's not my strong suit. However, I continue to work at it to try to build those muscles. I want to remind you that when you sat down for the very first time to write your novel, it likely didn't go super stellar either. Again, flex that brain muscle of yours and train it to do the thing you need it to do. The more you work with it, the easier it will get. So there you have it. It's a super quick podcast today. My number one tip to increase your writing speed is all about getting your mental prep work done in advance so that you can focus on the writing when it's time. That way, you're able to free up your mind to be in the moment with your story instead of floating about trying to figure out where to go or what in the heck to do next. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget that you can look over the show notes, find any links to the things we talk about, or even have another listen by going to authorrevolution.org forward slash seven. If you have any questions or concerns or want to discuss this tip, feel free to drop me a line on our Author Revolution Facebook page. Also, don't forget, this episode was sponsored by my free online mini course, 14 Writing Hacks for Busy People. You can get access to it right away by visiting the show notes or dropping by authorrevolution.org. And as always, if you like this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes so I can start doing listener shoutouts for my favorite ones live on the air. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, be sure to click the subscribe button now so that you'll get new episodes as soon as they are released. Next week's episode is going to be an interesting one. So for those of you who are looking to make a career out of your writing, stay tuned. We'll be discussing the best way to make money writing fiction. Until next time. Go forth and be awesome.